1: It is Tuesday, October 24th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 at a.m. 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We're going to fire up our text line this hour. 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. Had a chance to visit with Coach Huff earlier today. We've got some of his comments for you, and then we'll get your reaction to it. And, of course will do so throughout the hour so looking forward to hearing from you and of course we've got a lot to get into today as Marshall is getting set for Coastal Carolina still wondering if Rashina Lee is going to be available we're also wondering if on the Coastal Carolina side that Grayson McCall is going to be ready talking to coach earlier they're preparing as if McCall is going to be the quarterback so we'll get all of his thoughts on that and of course we'll get your thoughts as well now I had homework yesterday from our text line right before we went off the air. A texter asked me if the exhibition basketball games on Sunday were going to be on ESPN+. I found out after the show that no, they will not be on ESPN+. I guess since it's the nature of the beast here, it's an exhibition contest. Or if you're Marshall Marketing fans first... This is not going to be televised. So if you want to catch the game, it's not going to be on radio either. So if you want to catch the game, you can, of course, go to the game. It's a doubleheader, 3 p.m. for the men, 6.30 for the women. Your first chance to go see the herd take on U-Pike both the games. How many of you are going to be back in Huntington at that point? Late night, driving from Coastal, I'm sure a lot of you are. So, I don't think this will be the the most well-attended exhibition game. I'm not saying there's going to be a bad crowd. It's just I know there's a lot more people that like to go that are going to be at the football game on Sunday. The Thundering Herd will probably have still a really raucous crowd. You know what? If, if there's a good crowd on Sunday from the Herd fans that are at the game on Saturday not being able to get back, I'll I'd be, I'd be really – happy to see that so looking forward to all of that so we'll get your text in we'll do that here in the next few minutes and again that's 304-396-TALK 304-396-8255 we get baseball action coming up tonight game seven of the national league championship series as arizona beat philadelphia five to one the force game seven it's tonight eight o'clock in philadelphia we've got it for you right here. On ESPN 94.1 and AM 930, Texas beat Houston 11-4. The Rangers win that series four games to three. Yesterday, Monday night football, the Vikings beat the 49ers 22-17. How many of you had 49ers players on your fantasy football team? Raise your hand, me. It's the only reason why I watched that yesterday. I'm not a 49ers fan. I'm not a Vikings fan. That's the only reason why I watch that, fantasy football. But it was a good game, 22-17, so that was the final. And, of course, if you missed it, you don't have to. We've got those games always here on ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930. And uh, some good news, by the way. Olympic champion Mary Lou Retton is home from the hospital after battling a rare form of pneumonia for over two weeks, and I'm familiar with pneumonia, trust me. You don't want to mess around with it, so that's some good news. The family's asking for help, some donations with hospital bills, and over 8,000 donors have raised over $459,000 since October 10th. You gotta remember, just because you're an Olympian doesn't mean you raked in the cash. And now she was a spokesperson now and then. I saw her on several commercials. Was it that Radio Shack commercial a few years ago that went back to the eighties and she was in that I believe and she's been in a few other things, but yeah, it's um, it's not anything you wanna play with, pneumonia. I, I know from personal experience And she had a nastier form of it. So it's definitely good news to hear that West Virginia native and Olympian champion Mary Lou Retton is doing better. So we're going to hear some huff in a few minutes. Let's do that. And, of course, we've got a busy week in college football, as the Herd is on the road. Take it on Coastal Carolina. We go on the air at 3 o'clock here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. It's a busy week as well because Kentucky will take on 21st-ranked Tennessee. That's going to be over on our sister station, Cat Sports, 93.3 and 13.40. Some interesting matchups coming up, though. We got a full slate of NFL for you on Sunday. Of course, we'll have Sunday night football, but we've got the late game on Sunday. Bengals are taking on the 49ers. So we go on the air 2.30, 4.25 kickoff here on ESPN, 94.1 and AM 9.30. So looking forward to it. So we got a busy week to start getting you ready for. We'll do that, but we'll also get your text in. Let's do that, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. we got Coach Huff. We'll get his comments when we continue. And we'll start out with that here on ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930.
0: Check out Working Man's Store in Huntington, the biggest inventory of scrubs in West Virginia, featuring brands such as MedCouture, Infinity, Dickies, and Cherokee at the best price. Working Man's Store has one of the largest selections of big and tall shirts, jackets, and jeans in the area. Working Man's Store is the king of blue jeans with Levi's, Dickies, Carhartt, Lee, and Wranglers in sizes up to 72. And Working Man's Store has the best selection of men's work boots and casual shoes anywhere at the best price working man store open every day at 145th avenue huntington
2: Hey, Tri-State, Frank's Place is where friends hang out with friends. Stop on by for happy hour from 4 to 6 p.m. and a lot of daily specials. If you are a sports fan, we have what you need from the Sunday ticket for the NFL, college football, Major League playoffs, and more. Listen up, Tri-State. If you are a first responder, stop by Frank's Place and check out the specials we have just for you. Frank's Place, located at the River Place Plaza next to Fratelli's. Check us out on Facebook for weekly updates and specials. Frank's Place, your home away from home.
0: discover this is danny
3: hi it's jen coolidge i just want to thank you for making me feel so special i earned cash back on debit for my dinner party groceries
0: that's great but with discover Cashback debit we give everyone cash back on everyday purchases anything else i can help you with
3: are you hungry because everyone left after the asparagus sorbet
1: introducing discover Cashback debit a checking account with cash back it pays to discover eligibility in terms of discover.com slash cashback debit discover bank member fdic
2: We asked kids what it took to be a dad. This is what they had to say:
3: A father is always present. I mean, what father, what real father figure can you have if they're not there? In order to be a good dad, you need to love, love your son. You need to put gas in your car so you don't break down in the middle of nowhere, and you need to make them breakfast. Yep. I mean, just to maybe um, play, like, a board game with me or to just stay home and play um, some video games with me. Just to do, like, that one little thing is what I really look forward to. I'm not asking him to be a perfect dad, but he should try. He's just a constant force in my life. There's no other type of love like a dad's love because it's not comparable to anything else.
2: Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the
0: Ad Council. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.
1: Welcome back to our Tuesday edition of the show. Paul Swan, your host here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're going to hear from Coach Huff in just a moment, but I've got time for your text. And again, that's 304 396 talk. It's 304 396 8255. We got a lot to get into. We'll start with football. And I don't know if we should begin with sort of the injury report, kind of get you an update there, or if we should start with quarterbacks. Let's start with the injury report. Now, we get those questions all the time. You know, will so and so play? What's the injury status? And football coaches. And athletic departments are quite tight-lipped when it comes to major details. If a player can't go, we'll get that. If a player just cannot go and it's going to be obvious, we get that. But players are banged up and bruised, we'll probably get sort of an idea. Like, yeah, we got some guys that are banged up. Nothing too definitive. So injury reports are always a big deal people want to know. Hey, is my favorite player going to be playing? Or, and I'll be honest with you. Sometimes it plays into the betting line. Hey, if Grayson McCall can't go, what's Coastal Carolina's chances of beating the herd? It plays into that a lot. So we ask, we ask about injury reports. We, we ask all the time, Hey, what's the status of this player? What's the status here? And, we got an injury report today by being told that they don't have an injury report. That's the injury report.
4: I do not have an injury update on our guys. Obviously, they are going through the rehab process. Our medical team probably deserves a, um, a raise because they're doing a phenomenal job of doing the best they can to get these guys as healthy as they can safely um, in order for them to be able to participate in the game they love.
1: So that's the injury report. Now, a little bit later on, there was a follow-up question about Rasheen Ali. Ali wasn't able to go against James Madison. Is he going to be able to go against Coastal Carolina? So he was asked about that. And Coach Huff had, had some fun a little bit at the, um, you know, at the expense of the person asking the question. But you know, when it came down to actually talking about the issue itself, he talked about Ali's status and what goes through their process as far as can he go, can he not go. And he explained that when answering the question about Ali.
4: I, I don't know, honestly, because it's one of those deals where the, the week of treatment will determine, you know, ultimately, and they can fire me now. I'm not playing anybody's child that's not healthy enough to go out there and play, and I and I get it. Trust me. I want to win, and these players want to win, more than any person in the world i know the fans are invested and i appreciate the fans for all their support the players want to win way more than the fans the coaches want to win way more than the fans i don't see my kids until thursday awake like when i leave their sleep when i get home their sleep thursday is the first time i see them for about 10 minutes before it's bedtime for Bo. blaze hit or miss he sleeps when he gets ready um so the time we put in, we want to win. But I also have to be mindful of protecting people's children. And that's what you have to, you know, I mean, okay, can he go, can he not go? If he can go and protect himself and play at the level that he's accustomed to playing at, he'll play. If not, we're going to play the next guy, whoever that may be. I don't know that on Tuesday because that's a, you know, you got to add the days up. You know, it gets a little better today, gets a little better tomorrow, gets a little better Um you know, each day of the week, and then we'll make that decision um, hopefully before Saturday based on where we were with Thursday game that made it a little bit more difficult. If we'd have played a Saturday game, we may have had a little better chance or outcome. Um, but when you have the quick turnaround, you lose some of that time that you go to your treatment, you go to your rehab. Um, I mean, Mark, I mean, he's probably the best athlete in the room and he doesn't heal in three days. So, It it takes some time, but that's kind of what we wait and see. And and I try not to, I I don't like to give hope. And you guys think it's a, it's a coaching ploy or trying to be secret, secret. Everybody knows if league can play, he going to play. Okay. If he can't, he won't. But I try not to give hope to people and him because he listens to these press conferences too. I try not to give hope to them. I try to give them the ability to say, coach, I'm ready by how I physically perform in practice, treatment,
0: and
1: so on. So that's the process for Rasheen Ali. The treatment is going to determine how he performs, it's going to determine. It's going to be an issue. Time is going to play a factor into this. And I will give coach 100% of my support when I say this. The man's right, he wants to win. I don't think there is a, a single coach on that staff. There's not a single player on that staff that doesn't want to win. And, you know, he, he gives up a lot of time with his family. Now, he is compensated well for his skills and his knowledge and his ability to lead men and to build a program. So he's compensated well. But he still is investing a lot into this program, as are the players, as are the other coaches, and I will acknowledge the fact that, yeah, these coaches don't see their family. They want to win. So I think we can excuse, you know, any criticism there. Yeah, you know, they just don't want to win or, you know, they, they're they not playing hard enough. I mean, they've given up a lot as it is. So, you know, there are issues here. I think the desire and will to win, and that's not one of them there. But, you know, Coach bringing that up, hey, look, I don't, I don't see my family awake until Thursday. Our text line is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. So one thing that has come up over the last, I don't know how many weeks, I get this a lot during our post game as well, is the fact that some of you don't believe, and again, this is all anecdotal, it's just the feedback that I'm getting, it's, it's not a definitive temperature of of herd fandom. It's not, but the fact that there is criticism as far as okay, you know, should you put another quarterback in? Should there be a change at quarterback? Should he have been in the game on Saturday? I'm sorry, on Thursday. Should he have been in the game on Thursday? And it's coming up more and I've always said that if Coach believes that Cam Fancher is going to give you the best chance to win, then you should stick with the quarterback you think is going to give you the best chance to win. And I'm not going to back down from that. If Cam Fancher is the guy, he's going to give you the ultimate chance to win so you go with him. Now, with that said, if he's not going to give you the best chance to win – you might want to give someone else an opportunity depending on the game situation. I know Chuck Landon from the Herald Dispatch, you brought this up in his column today as far as you know using a backup quarterback. So just to set the table, it's come up. It's an issue. It comes up on my post-game show after games. It comes up, you know, using another quarterback. Is Cam Fancher the answer? Is Cam Fancher going to give you the best opportunity? Of course, with Fancher being a little little beat up, limited mobility, did he give the herd the best chance to win? With all of that being said, he was able to go, he was able to play, and now the question is, was that the right decision? And if not the right decision, then you know, can you go to the backup? And, of course, Coach's post-game comments the other night where he said, I'm not going to put someone, somebody else in there unprepared. You know, that struck a nerve with a lot of fans. So with all of that, just to give you the background on this, the question was asked today to Coach about the importance of having a backup quarterback, and here's Coach's response.
4: Yeah, I think, you know, obviously, you know, we when we rep, we rep the ones and the twos get the same amount of reps. Actually, after because of the way the schedule was set up, I made a change in our kind of plan. So now really the twos get double the reps, the ones get because of kind of how the season has played out. Typically, you get to play some games where you can get some of the twos in game action and they kind of get, you know, their feet wet and you can kind of see how they react. Well, we've been playing. You know, the cardiac kids or get our face kicked in has been that's been our MO right now. Either we're coming back in the fourth and winning on the last play or we get our face kicked in and we suck. Right. That's what you guys write. Um, But we haven't been able to get some of the twos in. So just like the backup quarterback position, there's some other positions. So what we've done kind of after the bye week, we kind of switched the model now to where the ones are getting their normal reps and twos are getting almost double little over, you know, I mean double the the reps just so they can be ready. Um obviously the the, the quarterback is is you know the most important position on the field. Um so we've been able to kind of keep getting, you know, double reps to be prepared for whenever um that situation arises. I think it's a combination of not only um it's not just okay put this player in. It's the flow of the game. It's the checks we have in, it's the coverage reads it's the plays we're running it's the other people around the quarterback right if you take out Ali and cam now you're in a very unexperienced backfield once Payne needs a blow
1: so that's his explanation to how the roster is being managed what do you think Does it make sense it sound logical to you or should he have a better option at the quarterback position if Cam can't go? Does he have a better option? Is he leery to put another quarterback in because he doesn't think that the backup is going to give him the best chance to win, or he's going to put the team in a a worse position? And is that because the players he has right now aren't getting enough reps? Well, you you just heard him say, you know, they're – They're increasing the reps. Are they not ready to go because maybe they're just not good enough? Again, I'm not there. I can't answer that question. But he gave you a sort of an idea in his mind. Hey, look, we don't have Ali. And so if we take Cam out, we don't have Cam, we don't have Ali. Now, all of a sudden, what do we got back there? What do we got? We got to get these guys some more reps. We obviously need to. But – what do we got right now? Those are the guys that are a little bit more experienced. To follow that up, he explained a little bit more on how the team is working the twos in with the ones. Because they don't want to just go, okay, here are the twos. It's not like basketball where, okay, you got your starting five. Let's put the let's put the other five in. Take the starters out, all five. Let's put our our second five in. Let's go down the bench a little bit and just let them go. No, you try to. Should have work guys in. So he explained a little bit better on how, at least in his mind, they're trying to work in the twos.
4: So you try and put multiple guys wherever you're talking about twos, you try to put them in where they're surrounded by some guys that have experience just so they can know them and say, hey, remember this. Um, you try not to say, okay, here, just let the twos go play. Um, in a situation, quarterback, linebacker, DB, whatever, where a two has to go in, we've got a plan. Um, We're not going to, uh, what do you say, hinder the progress of the organization on either side of the ball just to play a guy and not play a guy, if that makes sense. Um, If we ever felt like, you asked me after the game, did we feel like Cam was the best option? Yeah, I mean, he was limited mobility. He wasn't crippled. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, there's a difference. Um, Where we probably didn't do a great enough job is When that happens, you got to win on the perimeter now. You can't get a tie, you you know, those type
1: of things. To Coach Off explaining a little bit more about the death situation, what they're trying to do, how they go about it, are you okay with his explanation? 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. And I don't think it was a deliberate dig there, but he did point out, like, look, I'm not going to start a guy just to start a guy. Is the vibe I was getting there like, like I'm not going to put a guy in just be putting him in. I'm not going to play a guy over another guy just, be, just because I'm, I'm playing a guy. I mean that that's kind of the vibe I was getting from a little bit there. And is Cole Pennington ready? Is T.J. McMahon ready? And we go down the line and down the line and down the line. But I would think those are the two top names that you're going to you know talk about that are going to come to mind. You know, do you want to see Cole Pennington play because he's Cole Pennington and he's. a uh, A Pennington, he's related to Chad Pennington, or is Cole Pennington the best option for the Thundering Herd? Why do you want to see Cole Pennington play? That's my question to you. And it's not a dig on Cole Pennington, it's not a dig on Coach, and it's not a dig on Cam Fancher. It's do you put Cole Pennington in because he's Cole Pennington and he's related to Chad Pennington? That's his dad. Or does Cole Pennington give you – the best opportunity to win. And if he does, then why aren't you playing him? If he doesn't, why doesn't he give you the best opportunity to win? Well, is it because the other quarterbacks are better than him? Are the other quarterbacks ahead of him? Has he a better understanding of the system, but maybe not the athletic prowess to make it work? You know, why is he not getting the opportunity? Is it because if you put him in there, he's not going to be able to win you the game? And I'm not picking on anybody. It's just, yeah, Coaches have their reasons for the players they start and the players they don't start. And the quarterback position, we talk about it a lot because it is, believe it or not, the most important position on the field. Quarterback makes it go on the offensive side. Defense, different story. But on the offensive side, the quarterback makes it go. Quarterback's got to make decisions. Okay, do I, you know, am I giving the ball to the wide receiver? Am I throwing to him? Am I finding him? Am I giving it to the running back? What am I doing here? And so that's the big question. Is Cam Fancher the best option, as you heard coach, limited mobility or not, the best option for the Thundering Herd to win? And if he is and you stick with him, if he's not, then – why are the other quarterbacks not getting the opportunity? And I think one answers the other. If Cole Pennington or TJ McMahon, one of those two, will be the best option to win, then coach starts them. I think that's the explanation. The quarterback that's the best option to win starts. Point is simple. And Marshall really hasn't been in any too many games where they can just say, okay, um, Take a take a breath, Cam, take a breath, and we're going to put Cole in, or we're going to put McMahon in, let them get some game-time reps, some game-time reps, which is different than practice reps. How many opportunities have Marshall had? Because Marshall's trying to win the game. Now, again. Would a more mobile quarterback have given you an opportunity on Thursday over a limited mobility or a limited mobility of, of Cam Fancher? Is that what we're talking about here? So these are things that are coming up. And I think Coach addressed it at least in his, yeah, in his outline breakdown. This is why we start the quarterback. This is why we... We do this. This is how we are getting some of the other guys in. This is how we're trying to build up the experience and the reps and get those guys ready to go. It's important. But at the same time, I think at the end of the day, I don't think that Coach Huff is sitting there going, you know, I'm just the biggest Cam fantry fan in the world, so I don't care. I'm just going to start him. I think that he believes as the coach that At the end of the day, everything he's seen, everything that he has gone through in the quarterback room, that Cam Fancher is the best option. Now, you know, would Thursday night have been a different outcome? If you had a different quarterback in there, I don't know, because he he didn't mention and outline the fact that, look, the quarterback got sacked eight times. I don't care who you are. The quarterback is not going to win you the game if he's getting sacked eight times. Seven or six, I don't care. If the other team is attacking your quarterback all game long and getting to him eight times, that's kind of hard to create any rhythm or flow back there. I don't care who the quarterback is. If Joe Burrow was behind the Marshall line right now and he got hit eight times, I don't know. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. From our text line, uh, texter writes in, this isn't a football-related text, but they wanted to say that they've noticed that the women's basketball exhibition Sunday is being played after the men's game and that they like it. It's something different. Yeah, I think you're going to see more from the women's program in conjunction with the men's program because Marshall has put a lot of energy and and I mean this, a lot of resources into elevating women's basketball. And they go out and they hire a coach that is known for winning, who has won a championship, and they elevate her to Division One, hoping that she can bring that with her and elevate Marshall women's basketball. And I think you're going to see a stronger push for some of these other sports, not just football, not just men's basketball, and not even men's soccer. You're going to see a push for some of the other sports as well. And you've heard Coach talk already about the fact that she wouldn't have come here if she didn't think that she could win. She's talked about that with the roster. You know, She wouldn't have come to Marshall. She looked at the roster, looked at the team, looked at everything she had, and she wouldn't have made the decision to come to Marshall if that push wasn't there, that effort wasn't there, that was – being put into the program, that the resources weren't there, that the roster wasn't there. She didn't want to come to Marshall and have a roster of student-athletes that maybe didn't have experience or weren't very competitive. Coaches, they like to win. That's the one thing that's a constant. They like to win. And they're not... Going to step from a, a high profile job, even though it was lower division, step away from a really good situation to come to the next job if it's not a good situation. Now, I know some coaches fall down, other coaches fall up, but if you're a high profile coach, doesn't matter what division you're at, if you're winning. The next job you're looking to be able to replicate that success, you're trying to find a situation that's going to allow you to maintain. And so Kim Caldwell believes in the Marshall program, and I think the Marshall Athletic Department has responded by making sure to push women's sports a lot more. I was at at the dedication for the practice facility on Saturday. I'm sorry, Thursday, again. That Thursday game's throwing me, but I was over there for the ceremony, and I can remember that gymnasium. I didn't want to go into that thing. Nobody did. It was it was old, and old's not a bad thing. It's just it wasn't kept up well. And when I was talking to Spears, athletic director Christian Spears, uh, he said that you know look look the the floor hadn't been sanded. 50 years. If you want to keep this thing, you know, you want to, you got to do that. You got to sand this thing. You got to take care of it. So I think you're getting uh, a stronger push for not just women's basketball, but for all the other programs as well. You can text in as well, 304 396 TALK, 304 396 8255. More coming up on today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Get
2: 11% off everything at Menards. Give your home a fresh look with the beauty and durability of wall and floor tile from Mohawk. Clean Protect porcelain tiles are waterproof, scratch resistant, and stain resistant. Specially designed to stand up to life's everyday mess. Right now, Meridian Falls 6x24 porcelain floor and wall tiles are just $169 each after rebate. Good through October 29th. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details.
3: Save big money. Now is the time to add on a new bathroom or remodel your old one with the latest up to date bathroom fixtures from Mutual Wholesalers, 710 Fifth Street, Huntington. Come in today to Mutual Wholesalers' beautiful showroom and see how your new bathroom will look. Check out Acre by Max. Have a new bathroom this year. Mutual Wholesalers, locally owned and operated, 710 Fifth Street, Huntington. Call 304 525 9118.
0: Imagine this, it's a chilly winter morning. It snowed a little overnight. You think to yourself, is my car ready for this? There are multiple steps you could take to see if your car is ready for winter or one simple one. Have the pros at TikTok Tire make sure your car is ready for winter. They'll check your battery, tires, fluids, wipers, and hoses. Don't get caught out in the cold this winter. Give the pros at TikTok Tire a call and they'll be happy to answer any questions. Winterize your car at TikTok Tire, 2102 3rd Avenue, Huntington. Call today for your appointment at 304 525 seven
2: Giovanni's has great Italian dishes, spaghetti with meat sauce, lasagna, ravioli, manicotti, and baked lasagna. Giovanni's has the best sandwiches around from the Stromboli, Italian Sub, Calzones, and their signature Big Red. All dinners will be served with hot garlic bread or Italian rolls. Giovanni's Pizza, fresh, hot, and tasty. Have it delivered right to your door. Giovanni's. The Italian place
0: to be. Discover, this is Danny.
3: Hi, it's Jen Coolidge. I just want to thank you for making me feel so special. I earned cash back on debit for my dinner party groceries.
0: That's great. But with Discover Cashback Debit, we give everyone cash back on everyday purchases. Anything else I can help you with?
3: Are you hungry? Because everyone left after the asparagus
1: sorbet. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a checking account with cash back. It pays to discover. Eligibility in terms of discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC.
4: Okay, gang. So, chances are there'll never be an emergency ever, ever again. Mm-hmm. But, just in case, let's talk about a plan. Okay. So, who's going to do what? Anyone? Uh. Yeah, okay, perfect. We'll figure it out as we go. So, who is going to grab the go bag?
0: What's a go bag? It is a bag we do not have that is filled with things we really,
3: really need in an emergency. Guess we won't have to worry about it, then.
4: Ah, good point. So, uh, we all know who to call if something happens then, right?
3: I'd have to call Jill, Devin, Melissa, Karen, and... Bruce and I will try to call all of you but Greg doesn't
0: have a cell phone dad's phone will have a dead battery no doubt. and Julie will be on the phone with Jill Devin Melissa Karen and Bruce
4: well this is great <laughs> I am so glad that we don't have a plan I know. winging it
2: is not an emergency plan make sure your kids know what to do during an emergency who to call where to meet what to pack visit ready.gov kids for tips and information a public service announcement brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council
3: Hey, is that a faucet running? Nope, that's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. It is? Yeah, forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. The water comes straight from the forest to us, in fact. What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum. That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. How do trees clean the air? They soak up the dirty air on their leaves, branches, and trunks which means clean air for us. Hmm, cool. I didn't know that. Yep, but the forest does more than give us clean air and water. It gives us shade for hot days, birds to listen to, and trees to climb. Wow, that's awesome. I didn't know how cool the forest could be. Hey, let's go explore some more.
4: Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council.
0: This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.
1: Welcome back to the Tuesday edition. The text line is open, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. We've got more from Coach Huff. We'll get to that in a minute. And, of course, as I mentioned, we will get your texts in. High school football news, the rankings are out in the state of West Virginia. How many of you were surprised that Huntington High got beat by Cabell Midland on Friday night? I knew that was going to be a tough game for each school and the new rankings reflect Cabell Midland's status as the team that knocked off Huntington from the unbeaten as Cabell Midland number one in the Metro News. I'm sorry in the Martinsburg's number one in the Metro News Power Rankings, but Cabell Midland number one in the WVSSAC Rankings, followed by Hurricane and then Huntington at number three. Huntington's next opponent, St. Albans, 31st in class AAA, not going to get too many points there, but then Huntington and Hurricane will determine probably one of those two home playoff spots. And really, you want to be one or two. If you're one or two, you stay home all the way until the championship game if you get that far. So Midland one, Hurricane two, Huntington three. As I mentioned, Martinsburg four. They're number one in the Metro News Power rankings, but number four in the WVSSAC rankings. And how about Spring Valley coming back from the dead? And they are 15th in this week's rankings. And class double A, Winfield coming in at number six. So we always love to check in on Winfield to see where they're at. Wayne is 17th, Nitro is 18th, Polka, 25th. Some of the teams that we do follow here. And then in class single A, Tucker County, the top team. Wahama is sixth, by the way. The Manhill Hillbillies are ninth. I have a strong, strong audience of people who went to Mann High School listening to this show. So the Man Hillbillies are ninth. Where's your school? I need to know this so we can add you to the list. Tulsa is 28th, by the way, in Class Single A. But yeah, I don't know if you knew this, but we do have a strong, strong audience with Mann Hillbillies fans. Text lines 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Let's hear a little bit more from Marshall football coach Charles Huff as we continue on. Let's talk a little bit about the quarterback situation for Coastal Carolina. So we heard from Coastal Carolina coach Tim Beck on Monday on his status, and if you weren't with us, He's basically, it's up in the air right now, and he explained yesterday on the conference call for the Sunbelt Media. He's in good Grayson's and great spirits. He's home. He got home last night, probably 12, 1 o'clock in the morning um, from from uh, Jonesboro as they kept him for observation. Um, but he's doing good. You know, our team, anytime you lose a, a, a teammate, you know, first of all, just a teammate, always hurts your team, but to lose a guy – that's meant so much to them, this program. You know, sometimes it things a little bit more. At the end of the day, um, it's all of us. You know, we're all in this thing together and it's gonna take all of us to continue winning. And we hope Grayson continues to be a part of that. And that's Tim Beck talking about Grayson McCall. Now, Coach Huff was asked about McCall because again, the thundering herd has been in situations all season long where they've had to prepare for not just the starter, but the backup as well because the starter might not necessarily have been able to go or there's a question there. So Marshall's had to prepare. Now, it's hard to replace Grayson McCall. He's Mr. Everything, especially for Coastal Carolina. So the Thundering Herd is preparing for... Coastal Carolina as if McCall is going to be the starter. But Coach Huff talked a little bit more about him and with the understanding that he doesn't really know what their situation is as far as how their organization runs, how their medical staff operates. So he can't comment, but at the same time, you know, respects McCall, hopes he's doing well, but he did comment when asked about him.
4: So we prepare as if he's going to play, just like we've done, you know, ECU, we prepared for two quarterbacks. Virginia Tech, we prepared for two quarterbacks. Um, throughout the season, we always have a plan for, you know, hey, starting quarterback, the next guy in, how does it change? Is it the same? Um, so we prepare for both. They've got two capable um, quarterbacks, backups, if you want to call them that. They've both been starters and played college football other places. Um, so obviously just like with us, um, I'm sure they have a next man up mentality. Um, I'm sure they have a, um, you know, a plan either way. And I'm sure, I, I, I know coach Beck from our, from our meetings in, um, you know, in the Sunbelt conference, I'm sure he's going to make the best decision for not only Grayson's health, but the best foot, the football team. And that, that's his decision. That's their medical team's, um, advice and all things involved. Um, so we prepare for both. Um, and as we prepare, we pray that Grayson's health is 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 doing well or continuing to do well.
1: So, as Coach Huff when asked about McCall, and of course, you got to prepare for him. He might not be available, but he might be available. So, you got to prepare, and you have to prepare for what Coastal Carolina does. Now, are they a drastically different team when McCall's out of the lineup? Oh, I would think so, but. I would think also that Coastal Carolina, as a program, understands that he's not going to be the quarterback forever. So they might have a capable backup that can fill the job if needed. And I know that's going to be an issue with a lot of you for weeks to come. If Coastal Carolina comes out, and McCall's not the quarterback, and then Coastal comes out with one of the backups, does well, I'm sure that that's going to fuel another round of columns and stories and message board posts about the quarterback situation at Marshall. And again, you know, Coach Huff is going to make the decisions that he thinks is best for the team. I don't know if the answer is in that quarterback room or not. If it is, I hope it is found. If it isn't, I hope the answer can be found and put in that quarterback room. But at the end of the day, I get where Coach Huff is coming from as far as starting the quarterback that's going to give you and your mind as the head coach the best opportunity to win the game. Do you agree? Or do you have a different take? Our text line is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. More coming up, it's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 in AM 930.
2: Hey, Tri-State, Frank's Place is where friends hang out with friends. Stop on by for happy hour from 4 to 6 p.m. on a lot of daily specials. If you were a sports fan, we have what you need from the Sunday ticket for the NFL, college football, Major League playoffs, and more. Listen up, Tri-State. If you're a first responder, stop by Frank's Place and check out the specials we have just for you. Frank's Place, located at the River Place Plaza next to Fratelli's. Check us out on Facebook for weekly updates and specials. Frank's Place, your home away from home stuck in a state of falling behind, struggling to keep up with kids, finances, insurance, and life? Well, let your State Farm agent help you simplify and get to a better state. With State Farm handling your auto, home, and life insurance, you'll have more time to handle everything else. More money, too. Adding State Farm policies can earn discounts that could add up to 40% to help you get ahead. Call an agent today and get to a better state with State Farm. In Huntington, Ray Crabtree, 304-736-8181. In Lavalette, Jason Elkins, 304-529-7555. And in Charleston, Lisa Godwin, 304 984
3: Metro Community Federal Credit Union has been serving the Huntington community for 70 years and is proud to announce our newest location in Lavalette. We look forward to bringing the residents of Wayne County a modern banking facility, a full range of services, advanced technology, expert financial advice, community involvement, and even a smart coffee kiosk cafe. Learn more about Metro Community Federal Credit Union online at MetroCommunityFCU.com Equal Housing Lender member NCUA.
0: For 176 years, it's been a Glockner family tradition to provide excellent customer service. And that tradition continues during Glocktoberfest at every Glockner location where we're celebrating our past, present, and future. Yes, we celebrate you save with Glockner's lowest live market prices with no payments for 90 days. And we always put people over profit with no hidden fees. It's Glocktoberfest happening now. We make it easy at
3: Glockner.com. Here's another Kindred Community Chatter. It's coming. Isaac Walton Lake's annual haunted trail. Horror in the holler. Every Friday and Saturday in October, 7 to 9 p.m., 554 Township Highway, 140 East, Pedro, Ohio. Concessions will be available for purchase. This Kindred Community Chatter is brought to you by Tick Tock Tire, 3rd Avenue across from the Jonesy Edwards Stadium. Online at tiktoktire.net. Also, the Working Man Store, your big and tall men's store, 140 4th Avenue in Huntington. for over. 40 YEARS.
4: It's all the traditions, the community pride, the culture of your hometown high school, plus all those memories that are on the line too. What can you do? It's simple. Buy a ticket when you can, go to a game, take the whole family. Let's do everything we can to keep those cherished school sports memories alive. This message presented
2: by the West Virginia Secondary School Activities Commission and the West Virginia Athletic Directors Association.
0: This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.
1: We got plenty of time for your text. A few minutes remain, but that's still plenty enough. 304 396 Talk, 304 396 8255. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Welcome back to The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. From our text line, if the defensive line is not blocking for their quarterback, Protecting him, he will be sacked. Yeah, it's a big, big part of the game. You got to give him the option to be able to work behind the line. Now, he can't just sit back there forever, but the offensive line is going to have to make it possible for the quarterback to operate. And if you give up eight sacks, something happened. Coach Huff mentioned in this presser earlier, that he expected maybe three because that's a good team. Paying respect and paying acknowledging that James Madison is a good team, and that came up, acknowledging the fact that Marshall is on, on a losing streak, but you lost to a power five team. You also lost to two teams that have Combine one loss to the best teams in the Sun Belt, and you lose to those two teams. Defense played better, but the defense unfortunately couldn't get the job done because Marshall's offense couldn't get points on the board. So everybody has to take the loss together, but at the same time, it's difficult for Cam Fanshawe to operate. I don't know if you put Cole Pennington back there or if you put TJ McMahon, if they're a little bit more mobile, could they escape a few of those situations in that game? Could they have maybe made a difference? Where their mobility had been a little bit better? Would they have been able to make the right decision? I don't know these things. I can tell you I do. I can speculate all I want, but I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know because I'm not in the quarterback room with them day in and day out. I'm not at practice with them day in and day out. I'm not the one who's making the ultimate decision here because I don't have all the facts. But if one of these quarterbacks could have given you the best chance to win, then you play them, right? I think that's what coaches do. I don't think coaches go, okay, you know what, I'm just stubborn. I'm going to stick to my guns. I'm going to go with my guy here because he's my guy. No, coaches want to win. You know, coaches get fired if they don't win enough. I think we need to realize that. We need to understand that coaches get fired if they don't win enough. It might take time for some coaches, and other coaches, it might seem like they're never going to get fired and they're not winning enough. But ultimately, coaches get fired If they don't win enough and don't perform. So they want to win. They absolutely want to win now. With that said, we'll find out on Saturday if this team can bounce back against a good coastal Carolina team. Back with you tomorrow. Don't forget, you can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Check it out. If you missed any part of today's show or just want to go back, you want to listen to it, and you're like, what did he say? Did he really say that? You want to make sure, what, what did he really say that? You can go back and listen to it on the podcast and invite you to subscribe as well. So thanks for tuning in. Back with you tomorrow. And, of course, we'll get your text in tomorrow as well. And we'll hear a little bit more about what's coming up this week. There are some things happening with Marshall Athletics. We'll hear from, I'm not sure, I haven't confirmed yet which member of the marketing team from Marshall's coming over. So we'll do that tomorrow, and, of course, we'll hear from you. All of that on our Wednesday edition of the show, and it's going to be here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Until then, have a great night, everyone.
0: Retransmitting in glorious FM on 94.1 W227BS Huntington. This is 930 WRVC Huntington, celebrating 100 years of broadcasting.